Arrgh, it be Steve, captain of the vengeful maiden, and there was my first mate. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it is Arrgh, Muertes Talaveras, captain of the dead boner, the dead boner out at sea, out at sea. What gravy? We're gonna be telling tales of pirates and salty dogs throughout the Caribbean Sea and stuff. Whatever we do, No more voices. Any maidens <laughs> on the vengeful maidens? No, no. No women, no women allowed on the boat, dude. And how many times do I have to tell you this rule? You keep trying to like skirt around it, like, oh, nah, I want at least one, right? That'd, that'd be tight. <laughs> it breaks me cold heart. <laughs> yeah. You have to start hugging all the other pirates, man. That's that's how they get through it and see. You start hugging. And share a bunk there. Ah, fool. You want to be bunk mates with the dead bone Alright, so... I'm drinking, I'm drinking my rum. Should we do shoutouts? Oh, Squid yeah, squads. Homies. All y'all who've been listening to the podcast lately. Yeah, what's up? What's up? What's up, Jasmine? What's up, uh... Get back to work, George. Daddy. Donzo. Donzo's supposed to be here. Calvin. Who's Calvin? Are you just making names up? No. Yeah, I don't know, Calvin. What's up, me crew and lads? Yes. Costa Rica and Costa Vegas. I just shout out the Squid Squad. There's like 10 of us. I should name my, uh, crew. I don't really have a crew. I mean, Donnie. <laughs> Whatever happened to Beto? My, oh, a shout out to the Guardians of Cock. That's my crew. Yeah. What's up? Okay. Some pirate mm-hmm. shit. Pirate Just episode. Pirate episode. Let's go, homie. No more fucking around, day. Eh? A vast fool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna swap this deck, we'll say. Come on, homie. Whatever, land lover. Yeah, I'm a fucking land lover over here, eh? Pass me the rum, fool. fool, man. This cool. Ain't no maidens allowed, eh? <laughs> I'm a cholo pirate. I don't give a fuck, you say. Fuck, fool. Shit. I did time. I've been to the band, eh? I don't give a fuck. I'm a fucking pirate, eh? This fucking bottle. <laughs> Uh, this fucking motto doesn't want to give up the booty, eh? <laughs> Have you seen my parrot hole? <laughs> okay, here we go. Last week we did Ned Lowe, that crazy ass fucking pirate guy that just killed everyone. Oh, yeah, the violent fool. That, the violent fool. This guy. Ruthless vato. The ruthless vato. This dude, Charles Vane, is known to be more ruthless than that dude. Wait, this guy, this new guy? Yeah. Charles Vane? Yeah. What are these weak ass names, dude? Does he have a nickname? No. God. Captain Vane. That's a cool name. Oh, okay. Cap- Captain Vane. Okay. Charles Vane was one of the most notorious pirate captains of his day, second only to the legendary Blackbeard. Although many have forgotten of his exploit during that reign of terror among the coasts of the Caribbean Sea, and his violent <laughs> exploits had left him a devil amongst the God-fearing colonies of the islands and the eastern seaboard. Charles Vane, although in history has been overshadowed by the much more famous Blackbeard, he was even more violent, more feared, and more notorious as a deadly force, more so than Blackbeard himself. Nothing is really known about Charles Vane in his early life, and no historical records can say what his court crew of origin is, and where his career as a seaman began. So this guy, 
So you couldn't do research on him because there's nothing. I couldn't do research on his uh, origins. So oh. this guy just shows up in the Caribbean, all fucking gnarly. He's like, "I'm a pirate now." It's like, just all right. out of nowhere. Kind of. Well, he's. He came from. Well, the, the history depths. from the history. He's probably been doing shit around, and you have to be pretty much a good sailor if you're going to be at sea all the oh. time. Okay, so the earliest record places him in Port Royal, Jamaica in the early 1700s before becoming a full-fledged pirate and sailing under the command of Captain Jennings. He proved to be indispensable member of Jennings' crew and was eventually awarded a captured sloop, naming it the Ranger, who would use this ship to terrify anyone who came across his black flag. So, uh, so he was uh, probably like quartermaster for Captain Jennings, second-in-command. He's like, all right, dude. I'm going to give you this sloop. I'm going to see what you can do. Bring up, bring back all the treasures. Hell yeah. Okay. Now, Chen, Jennings Vane and the English loyalist privateer Captain Hornigold. <laughs> this, guy, <laughs> this guy ends up being a, kind of a piece of shit. We'll, he's going to be... We'll talk about him in a later episode. Uh, eventually made their way to the pirate near Haven of Nassau in the Bahamas, where the three captains and others sailing under the black flag established the legendary Republic of Pirates. So they like all these pirate captains convened on this island, and they're like, "We need to, we need to have a safe port just for pirates, so we can all just come here and chill, repair our ships, sell our goods, even um, if get new crew members, uh, even if they're uh, uh, what's it called, enemies." Yeah, no, no. A lot of the pirate captains were normally chill with each oh, other, okay. but it was like just the other pirates that would normally have disputes. Over gambling and like, oh, it's just like the, the soldiers or whatever. Yeah, but the pirate captains were like they all wanted to keep everything kind of uh, civilized, civilized, not somewhat civilized, but everything. Like, it was business, just cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, I'm going to be selling this way. Don't fuck with my my territory. Like, all right, if you're going to be selling that way, I'll sell this way. So don't don't let me catch you out at sea, son. But yeah. sometimes they would meet and see, and then they would end up just going to an island and getting drunk and party. Right on. But so anyway, the Republic of Pirates is just like this kind of place where you can go, you can dock, you can fucking get your prostitutes. It's like a, safe, a safe zone. safe spot safe for the zone. pirates. And uh, all the other British and Spain and all these other countries. Like, dock so hard. Yeah. All the, like, the, the colonies along the eastern seaboard, they were too busy fucking with their own shit to get to, like, to stop these dudes. So the, they, their power started to slowly grow because, like, England was at war with Spain. Colonies were, like, fucking at war with the Native Americans. And then, like, the pirates were just there, like, picking up all the scraps, fucking them up. Did anybody ever go and fuck with that safe zone and go attack them when they're just chilling? No. Damn. No. Because there was a fort there. Oh. So they had a fortified fort, cannons, and if they saw anyone approaching, they'd just, like, start... They had snipers. They'd just, like, shoot them. Sniper cannons. Yeah, sniper cannons, no. They were just, like... Uh, you can come out towards us, but we're going to blow you to hell. Yeah, you can try. You can try, homie, but I don't think it's going to work out for you, let's see. <laughs> okay, so um, he was part of the Flying Gang during this time, which included the most famed pirates of the era. In late July 1715, a Spanish treasure fleet was hit by a hurricane off the coast of Florida, dumping tons of Spanish gold and silver not far from shore. As the surviving Spanish sailors savaged what they could, pirates made a beeline for the wrecked site. Jennings, with Vane sailing in the Ranger, were the first to reach the site, and the Buccaneers raided the Spanish camp on shore, making off with some 87,000 British pounds in gold and silver. 
So that was the one big score that he got for an early in his pirating career. Uh, that will become important in that show, Black Cells, that you're watching. It's a cool show. Pretty good. Um, uh, in 1718, King George I of England issued a blanket pardon for all pirates who wished to return to an honest life as a seaman. Many pirates accepted, including Captain Jennings, thus ending the Republic of the Pirates in the ports of Nassau, with many other pirates also accepting the pardon and going off to uh, do whatever normal life. But Vane and several other, uh, however, scoffed at the notion of retirement and soon became the leader of those uh, uh, those who refused the pardon. He held no loyalty to any king or authority and would continue to live free under his own accord. Vane and several other pirates outfitted a small sloop, the Lark, for service as a pirate vessel. On February 23rd, 1718, the royal frigate, the HMS Phoenix, arrived in Norcell, part of an attempt to convince the remaining pirates to surrender. Uh, Vane and his men were captured, but they were released as a goodwill gesture, hoping that they would eventually sign the pardon. Within a couple of weeks, Vane and some of his diehard companions were once again uh, ready to resume piracy. Soon he had 40 of Nassau's worst cutthroats, including his quartermaster, Captain Jack Rackham, and we'll discuss him Jack at a, in a letter, another time because this guy gets Jack Rackham gets is a little bit nuts. Uh, by early 1718, Vane had a handful of ships under his command and was once again ready for action. He captured 12 merchant ships that month, and then his men treated uh, captured sailors and merchants very cruelly, whether they surrendered or fought. One sailor was bound hand and foot and tied to the top of the bowsprit. Uh, the pirates threatened to shoot him if he didn't reveal where the treasure on board was located, and when he did, they shot him anyway. <laughs> he would gouge out eyes, amputate fingers, throw prisoners overboard to watch them drown, and have his uh, crew uh, make a prisoner run the line. It's the kind of thing that, that Ned Below used to do. Oh, where, like yeah, the pirates yeah. had two lines of pirates. The pokey line. The pokey line. Poke, the pokey line. I'm going to poke you away with my sword. Line. Look at how struck my sword is, I say. So he pointed out the treasure. It's over there, and then bam! Ah, uh, me guts, oh. me guts. And then yeah, if you got a gut shot, it was pretty much the worst way to die. So that's if he had to shoot, that's why he was like, ah, me guts. <laughs> yeah, me guts is, me guts is just, just, just guts spilling all over the ground, spilling onto the, to the deck. Bane was also notorious for key hauling his prisoners on a whim. A torture that was cruel in every way, whether or not it ended in death. This is one of the fucked up things that he would do. Not many people would do this. This is one of like the most extreme punishments, key hauling. I'm going to explain it to you now. Okay, Are you ready? No. <laughs> okay. To be key hauled meant to be tied to two ropes, one on either side of the ship, and thrown, then thrown overboard. You pass on one side of the ship, then to be passed under the keel, oh, and then brought back, dragged back on board the oh, other side. Fuck, the victim bounces against the ship and slides along the barnacle-covered hull of the ship. Most didn't survive this vicious punishment, Jesus. but if you did, you would usually just be tossed over and be keyhauled again. God damn. And dude. so by the time you either drown, you can't hold your breath, so you're drowning, you're getting ripped to shreds by the hull of the ship, oh, and all fuck. these... So, um... Uh, Pirate ships, that, uh, like most sailing vessels, they have barnacles underneath the call. To, uh, so you uh, have to, it's called careening. Every once in a while, you, like pirates have set up places like Narceau so they, they can careen the barnacles off the ship because you had too much barnacles, it would slow down your ship. You wanted a fast ship. 
and all that shit. So, yeah. but if you didn't do that and those barnacles were there, oh, those shit, all the shit would cut you s- up, slice you up. So he would just do this on like keyhole that dude. Like, oh, shit, uh, dude. do you really want a keyhole? I said keyhole the man. Keyhole. <laughs> See, it fucked up. Keyhole time for <laughs> keyhole. Yeah, it's like, uh, I'll tell you whatever you want. Good keyhole. Keyhole. Anyway, that sucks, dude. Uh, another torture would be to tie a captain of a captured ship to the main mast and just leave him there until he died or until Vane decided that he had suffered enough. Any crew members found hel- helping the tied-up captain to the mast would be then subjected to the same torture. So he's like, yeah. you're just like tied to the mast and you're just like, uh, can I get some water? No. <laughs> okay. Give me water, please. So if you get him water, yeah. you get fucked up like, too. If any man, I see any man helping this man, they shall yeah. share the same fate. That sucks. So just like a, I, this is a, it's a constant reminder that this guy's just like fucking dying right in front of your eyes. Like this uh, guy's fucking fucking crazy. It's like, so um, one of these things. It's one of those like long term punishments and long term tortures. Is like more psychological than anything else. It's like if he's gonna just, he's just gonna let this dude fucking starve and die of thirst on this fucking, on the top of the deck of our ship. <laughs> That's fucking, yeah, see, fuck. I mean, you had to really fuck up in order to get tortured, right? No, he would just do it. Just so he, to a random it. person? Yeah. No, so if he captured a ship, he's like, tell us where the, the treasure is. Oh. And they'd be like, nah. I was like, all right, we'll tie him to the mast. Oh, but it's not somebody that from the crew. Right? No, no, no. You, but if the somebody anyone in the crew that was helping, oh, okay, then helping anyone who was like not on their crew, they would be subject to the same torture. Grave. So <laughs> you just do shit like that. Um, Vane's willingness to torture and kill those he captured, and even implementing those punishments on his own crew, left him a very unsympathetic captain, which would eventually lead to his downfall. He would brazenly break the pirate's code, or in other words, the contract that bound the crew to the ship, and loyalty to all on board. Fear and vain, due to his success and savage reputation, drove commerce in the area to a halt all along their eastern seaboard. So this guy was just going up and down, fucking everything up for everybody. There's this one, there's one cool story that he has. Uh, his hunting grounds would eventually range from the Bahamas along the east coast of North America as far north as New York, and anyone who would be captured by Vane would be shown little if no mercy. His reputation alone could stop manly sailors to even make the simplest of voyages. Vane knew that Woods Rogers, we'll get, we're going to talk about Vane Woods Rogers later uh, in another episode, the new British governor of the Bahamas would be arriving soon. Deciding that his position in Nassau was too weak, he set out to capture a larger pirate ship. He soon then took a French gun, a 20-gun French ship, and made it his new Ranger flagship. Through most of 1718, he seized many small merchant vessels, more than enough to keep his men happy, and he triumphantly re-entered Nassau, essentially taking over the town to boast about his successes. But in mid-1718, as Van and his men prepared to set off again, a Royal Navy frigate sailed into the harbor with the new Governor Woods Rogers, the man assigned to end all piracy in the Caribbean. Vane held a main fort on Nassau as his men prepared to set off again. As the, as, Royal, as the Royal Navy frigate sailed into the harbor with the new governor, Vane, who controlled the harbor and a small fort, flew up the pirate's flag in defiance of this new British authority. He welcomed the new governor by firing immediately onto the Royal Navy fleet, 
from the fort and keeping them from making port. James then sent a letter to Woods Rogers making demands regarding his surrender and that he and the pirates and his command be allowed to dispose of all their plundered goods before accepting any king's pardon. And uh, Woods Rogers would surrender to Vane himself before being allowed to make port to Nassau. So he's basically saying, like, this guy's coming in to fucking stop all the pirates. He's like, no, you actually have to surrender to me. (laughs) It's like, uh, it was very... um, arrogant of Vane to do this because it's just like okay I'm just going to go back to Brit, like England and get more fucking Royal sh- Navy ships and eventually we're going to overpower you and you're going to be fucked anyway so you might as well just take the king's party and fuck off but he didn't do that he's like fuck you guys this is uh, my fucking port this is my he's port just, uh, one of those people that wanted to take over everything well, he was already in control of Nassau, so he didn't want to... just wanted more. Yeah, no, he didn't want anyone else to take, over, take what he already had. Uh, nobody to take over his shit. Yeah. Just keep on, keep on ruling. Yeah. It's like, keep on trucking. Cause, but, so, so they had the Republic of Pirates. That kind of fell away. He bounced off, stole a bunch of shit, came back to, came back to Nassau, basically took over Nassau, had the fort in his command under his crew, and anyone else that was on the island had to kind of, like, placate him and what he wanted to do. So, and then the, here comes this other, the, the Royal, the British Navy, trying to like stomp out all pirate activity and being just like, fuck you, no, uh, I'm still in charge of this bitch. Y'all can fuck off. What was the the torture thing called? Keyholing? Keyholing again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keyhole so, time. <laughs> so basically, he sent this letter out to the dude uh, so demanding his surrender, like knowing that he was not gonna fucking surrender. So Woods Rogers is like, fuck nah. So they get come back. Um, uh, the Hubers also include that he demanded a response within an hour, knowing full well the letter would not arrive within the time the letter... Knowing full well the letter would not arrive in time to fulfill that commitment of an hour. Like So he's like, alright, by the time you read this note, like, I need an hour to respond. But it already took an hour... To the, get there, to even get to the, oh, to the ship. So this guy, he was just fucking with this dude. Oh. <laughs> so as night fell, Vane knew he could not hold his position against the British Navy, so he set fire to his flagship and sent it floating as a bomb towards all the other Navy ships, hoping to destroy his, destroy many of them in a massive explosion. So like he set his ship on fire, he set sail, let it sail towards all these other British ships coming in to take over the port because he knew. Yeah, like he knew like I can't I can't hold my position longer than a couple of days. So I'm just gonna reek. So like he was hoping that his ship because he loaded it with like gunpowder oh, and like bomb. All, it's gonna kind of like a floating bomb towards. Yeah. So uh, that's basically um, the British fleet hurriedly cut its anchor lines and got away. But this also allowed Vane and his men to escape in a small sloop that carried twelve guns and his most loyal crew. So uh, he did it kind of as a distraction, while so he can escape with his. Homies. Vane continued pirating with some success, but he still dreamed of the days when Nassau was under his control and thought that he could regain that position once again. He headed north to uh, North Carolina and engaged with Blackbeard, who had supposedly gone semi-legit. So Blackbeard at this point, he's already famous. They're both really famous pirate captains, Blackbeard, Charles Vane, probably the two most famous guys at the time, still pirating around there, but Blackbeard's like Pretending to be a legit businessman at this point. He's retired. He's not. He's semi-retired. Oh. He's like, 
Uh, I got the side hustle, but I'm really just not. I'm not supposed to be telling people I'm a pirate, but I got oh, a side hustle. Oh, I see. So Charles Vane goes up to him, he's like, "Dude, why don't you get back in the game, son?" Nah, I'm really tired. Hey, me mates. You, we can keyhole some people together. It's yeah. keyhole time. <laughs> keyhole. Key, uh, yeah, we're a <laughs> cornhole a drunk. Cornhole. <laughs> uh, so he goes up to, that's basically, he's like, Blackbeard, um, at this time, still ran a crew and operated under a thinly veiled disguise of being a legitimate sailor who was salvaging abandoned ships. So, like, basically, what if you found an abandoned ship, take the good you can take it and you can sell it. And you basically own it. So that's what he was pretending that all the ships that he was bringing back to port were abandoned. And the governor of North Carolina was uh, kind of corrupt, so he let Blackbeard get away with it. Because Blackbeard promised that he... He promised, hey, look, dude, I'm not a pirate anymore. I'm chill now. I'm chill. Like, heck, I'm like living my life like hella chill now. I totally (laughs) talk like a fucking surfer, bro. And he just does a used ship dealership. (laughs) Yeah, used ship, bro. Used ship dealer. I got this ship. I don't know. I just... It just sailed at me, and I you caught just, it. Okay, <laughs> like I was. I no, I didn't kill anyone. <laughs> you're fucking keyhole. What's keyhole? keyhole? <laughs> Key, no, no. Well, you're you're crazy. You're, you're talking crazy. Blackbeard sounds like a real <laughs> tough guy. Tough dude. Yeah. So Charles means, like, ah, come on, Blackbeard, get back into the game. We can take control of this whole port. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> That's all good. <laughs> I'm chilling, bro. I imagine him talking like a like the, like the Canadians in South Park. Hey, brother! Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, buddy! Fuck yeah, buddy! Yeah, fuck yeah, The two pirate crews met with a much fanfare on the beaches of Carolina, uh, then sailed sailed out to sea and partied for a week on the shores of Okrake Island. Uh, Vain foolishly hoped to convince his old friend to join in an attack of Nassau, executing Governor Woods Rogers, and then re- to rebuild the Republic of Pirates. Uh, but Blackbeard declined having too much to lose in this point in his life. He saw that their way, their way of life would never be as it once was, and he was eventually he was proven right. Um, so they partied, like he met up with Blackbeard, they're having a good old, like, oh man, I can't believe we're friends and partying, we're pirates, we're gonna go on this island, we're gonna fuck, and we're gonna get drunk. And <laughs> Me and you were gonna fuck. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, fuck yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I haven't seen you in a long time, Charles, man. Yeah, like... I'm not even a pirate anymore, dude. I'll show you a keyhole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so Blackbeard's like, oh, this was a fun time for me to be with you, Charles Vane, but I think I'm going to have to pass our... Let's yeah. fuck, buddy. Let's fuck. <laughs> Charles Vane's like, oh, shit, son. <laughs> uh, Vane departed dejected and crestfallen after this. He soon found himself at a precarious position, and during one instance... Vane ordered an attack on a frigate that turned out to be a French Navy warship. So, being enormously outgunned, Vane broke off from the fight and ordered his crew to retreat, even though his crew felt compelled to take the ship at all costs. Uh, many of the rain on the Ranger, many of the crew of the Ranger, viewed this as a complete act of cowardice, and Charles Vane, cowardice, uh, days as captain would number. So he can he could have been voted off. As captain at any point, but since he was so good at like capturing ships and knowing how where they would be, like navigating, yeah. that's this is the one of the big roles of the captain. It's like he doesn't really have any real authority except for seeing a ship and saying, "All right, everyone, get ready. I'm taking over as captain. We're gonna attack that fucking ship." Follow that lead. Yeah, follow that. Yeah, but then sometimes if you 
you thought you were gonna attack a, just a merchant ship who would like easily surrender because they're Charles fucking Vane, right? You fucking keyhole everyone. What was the name of their ship? The Ranger. Oh, okay. Not as gnarly, not as lame as the Dolphin. Or the Christmas. <laughs> the Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. I think Merry Christmas is actually a cool name it's for a pirate tight. ship. It's pretty It's hilarious. Merry Christmas, motherfucker. Merry Did you Christmas. see my pirate flag? That means you're fucking gonna die. I wish I could see the... We could see pictures of their pirate flags. See which one's the most badass one. Um, I think the most badass one is... Um, Merry Christmas. It's a school with a Santa hat. His <laughs> Blackbeard's is like pretty badass. It's a skeleton with a spear uh, stabbing a heart. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um... So, this looks up... Vane's... Where was I? went on this whole tangent. Vane's days as captain were numbered. Days later, the crew held a vote and disposed Captain Vane as captain. They then foolishly elected the quartermaster, Calico, Captain Calico Jack Rackham, as their new captain. So, this is where... Calico Jack becomes oh he becomes the captain of the ship. This is where he his role really starts to kind of get it's more. It's my time to shine, baby. But he was a terrible fucking pirate. We'll we'll, we'll do the him on the next episode because I think I've been alluding to this dude because he's one of my favorite pirates. Oh okay, because he's such a fucking turd. So like uh, when you say he's a shitty pirate, it means like he sucked at it, or he was just like a fucking crazy. No, yeah, he sucked at it. Like they're oh, like okay. Charles Vane was like ruthless he was a ruthless vato oh. and Ned Lowe was a ruthless vato and then uh, Calico Jack was just kind of like terrible at his job <laughs> terrible at his job yeah he just was he did not know he didn't know he didn't need he, he was good keyhole he was pool. the second in command of Charles Vane during this whole time do you even keep <laughs> yeah so uh, being second in command like you have some authority but your authority is basically like like hey Jack have the crew go do this shit He's, then he'd go to his crew and like, hey, we need to go do this shit right now. So that's what his role was as oh. quartermaster. So there's two main elected um, positions on a pirate vessel, which is captain and quartermaster. So quartermaster is always second in command. It's like... Uh, Right-hand man. Yeah. So basically, like, like if, say I'm Charles Vane and you're Calico Jack. I'm like, hey, Jack, uh, set course to uh, the Bahamas. There's a, there's a ship coming in with sugar, and we're going to take that ship. And you're like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're supposed to like... I mean, fuck yeah, let's fuck go. yeah. It's like, all right, go tell the crew. So you go to the crew and you say... Dude, yeah, let's go to the Bahamas. Go to the Bahamas now, sons. <laughs> Man, you're... Or else you'll get, see, you'll get why, keyholed. See, this is why Calico Jacks is such a shitty pirate. You'll get keyholed. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, Jack, go tell the crew we're going to do this thing. Get them ready. He's like... Oh, you bastard, you salty dogs! Oh, everyone now, get on to board and get ready to set sail towards the Bahamas, or I'll run you through with my own sword. With my keyhole. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting too into the whole keyhole. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so he was bad at that, or that's all he did? He was good at that. Oh, that's He wasn't I... good at setting course as oh, captain. Oh, okay. Because captain set the course of where they're going to go get the, that ship. We'll talk about him when we get to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're making me uh, lose my spot here. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, instead of being marooned, Jane and 15 others were given a small sloop, and the two pirate crews went their separate ways. So, usually if you were voted out of captain, you'd get marooned, but they are like they liked him well enough so they gave him a ship and they told him to fuck mm-hmm. off. Um, 
Vane and a small band using the sloop managed to capture a few more ships and were able to evade capture, capture by pirate hunters and the British Navy. At this point, pirate, like, pirates were like going to be wiped out, right? So their fun is over. Charles Vane was on the run. He couldn't really... He had nowhere safe to go. His, uh, he lost his crew. He lost his main ship. He's being hunted by the fucking Navy because he pissed off Woods Rogers in that display of fucking hubris when he's telling him, Nah, you're going to surrender to me, son. Damn. So that guy has it in for Vane. He fucked up. Yeah, so now a lot of ex-pirates captains became pirate hunters because they knew how uh, to roll the way pirates became roll. the perfect... Yeah, it's like they became mercenaries in sea. And that's like a pirate. So Captain Hornigold, the guy that I had mentioned way earlier in the in this episode. So horny for some gold. He was horny for gold, yeah. So anyway, this dude who helped start the Republic of Pirates back in the day with Charles Vane and Blackbeard and uh, Captain Jennings, he became a pirate hunter. So now his own... His old homie is now chasing his ass. Uh, and he's, he has to try to, like, evade right all dude. these fools now. So his days are fucking numbered for sure. Okay. Crews, uh, the crew headed to the, for the Bay Island of the Honduras, but a massive hurricane soon scattered all their ships. Vane's sloop was destroyed in the Maelstrom, and his, most of his men drowned by this ungodly terror. Charles Vane was being one of the few survivors who left shipwrecked on a small island without any provisions and dependable, dependable water sources. So he was trying to sail to uh, the Honduras, got caught up in a fucking uh, hurricane, lost all his ships under his command, and he ended up on an island fucking shipwrecked without any food and water. That's what he gets. Why? That's not nice. <laughs> hey, what did he do to you? He's a pirate. He shouldn't have been a pirate. <laughs> you just trying to get away, dude. After a few months being marooned, a British ship arrived and saved the now-disgraced, broken, and humbled Charles Vane. The captain uh, was once a close friend to Charles Vane before he turned to pirate, and he felt pity for the man. He fed him, gave him a night's quarter, but would not allow him to stay on board uh, the voyage, knowing that having a tourist and wanted pirate on board could be perilous, and being an honest merchant ship captain, harboring a wanted man, would not end well for him. So he left Vane on an island in better condition but with little luck of escaping his eventual fate. So this dude's like, hey, Vane, what's going on? He's like, ah, I got shipwrecked. Can you help me out? He's like, I'll help you out a little bit, but I'm not letting you stay on my ship. It's like, why not? It's like, you're a fucking pirate, dude. <laughs> not to be trusted, son. Yeah, it's like, I wouldn't even leave you with my hyena, I say. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, I remember what you did to Samuel's hyena, I say. <laughs> Yeah, fuck that. Just give him some food and peace out. Yeah, so that's basically what he did. And then um, another ship eventually sailed on sailed by and rescued Vane and allowed him on board. Under uh, he was uh, he was able to join the crew under a false name and attempted to sail honestly and the show until the ship made port. He was eventually recognized by one of the first mates of a vessel that encountered the British ship while sailing. This first mate was once subject to Vane's cruelty. And torture on a ship he had previously sailed oh. on, and quickly told all that he Dude, knew that he was not yeah. just a simple sailor, Busted. but none other than Captain Charles Vane himself. So this dude's like, "Why do I recognize Aren't that?" Aren't you fucking, fucking Captain? He's like, "No, not even, no, dude. No, dude. My <laughs> name's Derek. <laughs> I'm fucking Derek, dude. Not even, <laughs> yeah, <nah>. dude. <laughs> I don't sick. even, I don't even talk like a chill, dude. Nah, dude. <laughs> My name's fucking uh, Derek Smith." And I'm like, not a pirate, dude. <laughs> I'm not just normal sailing. This is always chilling. I'm bro. just like, I don't know why you're off in my grill, yo. <laughs> so he got recognized. So, like, this dude was got, like, 
this dude that recognized Charles Vane was tortured by Charles Vane. So he's like, fuck this Vato. Mm. <laughs> uh, so Vane put up a little resistance and was, was a pitiful figure as he was placed in chains and taken to the Spanish town Jamaica where he was imprisoned. Vane was tried for piracy in 1721. The outcome was in little doubt as a long line of witnesses testified against him. Many, including his previous victims, recounting all the tortures they had to endure under the vicious and cruel Charles Vane. He was found guilty and then hanged at Gallows Point in Point Royal, Jamaica. His body was then placed in a gibbet near the entrance to the harbor. He was left there rotting in decay and in disgrace to remind all pirates that even the great fearsome Captain Charles Vane could not escape the king's justice. And then they left him to hang well, as a warning. That's what he gets, dude. And that's thus ended that's Charles the one, I That's the first guy that doesn't get away. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first one that doesn't get away. But also, he did some cool shit. I guess. Not Parted. my favorite so far. No. He's all right. But on that note, a good... you have anything else on this homeboy? Um, you'll get, you're going to see him. He's... In the Black Cell show. That's a good show. I liked how they were like, uh, the whole voting thing, and they were like, all right, fight it out. And <laughs> yeah. That was pretty cool. But then the guy lied. Yeah, he lied. Like, he had like a lie to the year. It's a blank. Give him a, a blank piece of thing, whatever, uh, paper. Yeah. Fucking lying ass. Maybe we should do a review of Black Cells later. Yeah. All right, on that note, a good keyhole is in order. No mercy to the death. to the death.